welcome back to the Aspire Pre-Med Podcast. I'm so glad you could join us today. I'm your host, Dr. V, and I'm happy to introduce the third installment of our medical specialty series. I introduced this series in the hopes of exposing pre-med students like you to fields that might not necessarily be on your radar. You're at this beautiful juncture of life and career when you have a chance to explore and really take in the breadth of the field of medicine. The more you shadow, the more you realize that no two disciplines are exactly alike, and some may resonate with you more than others. I encourage you to really pay attention to those feelings. The day-to-day of an orthopedic surgeon is very different from that of an endocrinologist or a neonatal intensivist. Each field offers something unique, and I hope you're enjoying the chance to learn as much as you can about it. There's a good chance, too, that one of these experiences might even influence what you decide to pursue one day. The trick is to have an open mind about it all. So without further ado, let's get started with three more exciting specialties. Here's a unique one. Get this, it's actually now possible to become an emergency medical services physician or EMS physician. In order to train for this, you need to first complete an emergency medicine residency, and that takes about three to four years. An EMS fellowship gives doctors additional training in pre- and out-of-hospital emergency care through experience in the field. This is a relatively new subspecialty, which according to the National Association of EMS Physicians began offering certification only in 2013. Not only does this dynamic work involve direct patient care out in the field, but it also helps to develop a strong understanding of emergency-based systems. This might be kind of cool to explore if you're interested in things like quality improvement and ways to advance systems-based processes. Anyway, learning about new fields is exciting because there's so much potential for new ideas. Now, we just talked about a relatively new specialty, becoming an EMS physician. Let's switch gears and discuss a growing field, and that is geriatric medicine. A geriatrician is a primary care doctor who focuses on the care of an elderly patient population. To train in geriatric medicine, you first need to have completed residency in internal medicine or family medicine. Now, there's technically no specific age cutoff, but in general, geriatric medicine caters to the needs of aging patients. It requires knowledge of medicine and compassion with a strong desire to help people when they could be at their most vulnerable. Often, you have to go the extra mile to really understand what's causing some of the symptoms that are being presented to you. For example, Is this a new onset of a disease, or could it be a side effect of a medication? It's not always straightforward. You have to do a little bit of detective work to find out oftentimes. In many cases, you're also helping to navigate decisions related to maximizing your patient's quality of life. Sometimes with conditions like Alzheimer's, your patients may not always be able to advocate for themselves, and a great geriatrician is one who practices empathy. If this resonates with you, really think about exploring this because there is a need. Geriatric medicine offers both a focus on chronic medical conditions, preventative health, and quality of life. Sometimes a part of your job might involve engaging your patient's family too. So if you enjoy clinical detective work, building relationships, and going the extra mile for your patients, consider learning more about geriatric medicine. 
The last field we'll talk about today is radiation oncology. A radiation oncologist is a doctor whose expertise is in applying radiation treatment in a targeted way. High doses of radiation basically damage DNA, and while radiation therapy is extraordinarily useful in the treatment of some cancers, great care does need to be taken to avoid causing collateral damage to healthy tissues. This can be seen both immediately and years down the line. The good news is that techniques and technology are improving such that the field is getting better and better at this, and having a skilled radiation oncologist in your corner is invaluable. Also, in this field, you often have the chance to work alongside other doctors, such as medical oncologists. These may be the ones managing your patient's chemo. Or you may work with surgical oncologists, just to give a few examples. So if you like collaborating, radiation oncology is really something to consider. And by the way, radiation oncology is actually a residency track. Generally, the first year is dedicated to training in something like internal medicine or pediatrics. They call that a transition year. And then after that, it involves four years of training specifically in radiation oncology. There are a lot of research opportunities in this specialty, so if you're looking to help people and move the field forward, definitely check it out. So there you have it, three unique medical fields to explore. Today we talked about becoming an EMS physician, a geriatrician, and a radiation oncologist. If you're enjoying the medical specialty series, check out the other two installments. These feature even more fields and ideas for shadowing. You could find these on Aspire Premed episodes 20 and 26, and in those episodes we cover really cool specialties like adult congenital heart disease and uh, neuroradiology, just to give a couple of examples. So be sure to check those out too if you haven't already. Anyway, most importantly, thank you to all the listeners of the Aspire Premed podcast. If you're enjoying it, help spread that positive energy and share your favorite episode with a friend, especially if you know someone who hasn't discovered Aspire Premed yet. Let's help grow this amazing community of listeners. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. And I'll see you all next time. Hope you have an amazing week.